My name is Forrest Stevens, and today we will talk about Kundalini and yoga. We're going to get into, wait, <laughs> those are the same things, uh, Kundalini and cannabis. So the combination of the two, I've talked about these subjects briefly in other episodes uh, on their own, and now I'm going to be talking about the combination of the two. I'm going to figure out, uh, do they benefit each other? Do they, you know, what happens really? And it, it's kind of a pretty crazy thing. So, uh, stay tuned for that. I'm going to get into that. And I just wanted to, before we get going, just tell you guys that, uh, it's really awesome to have some listeners, have some viewers on the YouTube, um, watching that YouTubes just checking it out and enjoying the show. So that's really nice. Um, some positive feedback. Uh, yeah. So if you, if you are listening and you uh, use iTunes or Apple podcasts, make sure to uh, give us a rating on there. Cause that really helps out the algorithm. Um, thumbs up on YouTube, all that jazz. You guys know the tricks and uh, links below to support the show. So let's get into it now. And this is what I learned from cannabis and Kundalini mixed together. Hello everyone, my name is Forrest Stevens. Today I'm going to talk to you about my experience and what I've learned from using cannabis and doing Kundalini yoga together. The experience is actually quite intense. It's one thing to just be like, oh, I smoke weed and do yoga. That sounds very simple, but the the experience that you can have off of this, it, it's a combination of an elevated cannabis high and an elevated kundalini awakening. So to understand what happens, <laughs> you have to understand those two things a little bit. And um, so we'll just get into that. And we've got a lot to cover in this episode. It's a complicated subject and I've covered each individual um, subject on previous episodes of what I've learned from. So you can check out those and understand sort of my thoughts on weed and my thoughts on Kundalini. But I've been combining the two and I'm a frequent cannabis user and I'm a frequent yoga doer. So I've been combining the two and finding that for one, I'm able to get way deeper into poses with the combination because what happens when I consume cannabis is um, any sort of feelings come to the surface. It's, it's something that really connects me with my feelings and it connects me with my physical feelings too. So I'll start to realize, oh, I have an ache in one of my muscles and yoga is also something that makes you realize where you're in pain so when you're doing those poses oh oh this hurts you know this stretches out uh, usually it's not a bicep but usually it's a, a hamstring so you know this you know my hamstrings are tight oh i've got some pain here in my ankle and you can start to sort of uh, work with those two things so the deeper awareness that cannabis brings um, you know, the user, uh, helps with, um, becoming aware of what the yoga is actually doing. And in that way, I found that it sort of acts as, uh, a guide. So with Kundalini, um, at least the Kundalini I'm practicing, the, we start off each, uh, yoga session with the mantra, Om Namo Gurudev Namo, which means I bow to the divine creator within. And that's 
an interesting concept on its own. And I think that the cannabis just kind of gears into that. It it brings out the divine creator within. It's It sort of activates your inner knowledge and your inner kind of spirit guide. And that's what I find is happening with me. And it, you know, it, it, it gets you deeper in the physical sense where you feel your muscles, like I said, but it gets you deeper in the spiritual sense, in the emotional sense. Um, I talked about how cannabis uh, brings my feelings to the surface and what are feelings, but there's something that's linked to emotion. And, uh, so by using the cannabis to heighten awareness and then using that awareness with the Kundalini practice, you're, I'm able to go much deeper than I would just with one or the other. So I talked about the Kundalini awakening. Now, this is something that uh, is a phrase or a term that, that people start to talk about when they get into this type of yoga. And essentially it's, um, uh, it's based on energy that is, that is in the base of our spine moving upwards and it sort of, uh, blocks or, or un, unblocks or opens, um, these energy centers. And by the end of it, or as when it becomes awakened fully, um, it's sort of the, the concept of enlightenment. And so you'll have, uh, and oftentimes with my experience with Kundalini, I have, I've had, um, feelings that are really wild, uh, where you feel at peace with yourself. You feel in love with the world. You, you, you feel, um, these different sensations that are quite magical feeling and it, they're, they're hard to explain even feeling of kundalini awakening combined with cannabis is intense it's it's very very similar um, in a lot of ways to experiences i've had on lsd and it makes you feel very empowered um, very sort of enlightened in a way it makes you feel uh, like you understand what's happening in the world, in yourself. Um, but it also is challenging, just like an LSD trip can be, where you have to deal with all of your insecurities as they come up, because that's how the energy sort of starts. And when you understand the chakra system and, and symbology that Kundalini uses, they talk about you know, using what kind of energy or what kind of experiences are locked in your first chakra, which is the beginning of awakening. So you have to go through sort of the pain of awakening. And, and for anybody who knows, uh, or anybody that's listening that is doing spiritual growth, um, we understand and know that waking up is painful. And so this happens in a much shorter time and, and Kundalini and combining it with cannabis too, which also intensifies it and sort of speeds things up in certain ways, um, or gives you sort of more ability almost to access. Um, this is a, this is a quick experience. So it's, it's, it's very similar in the way where you can just take a substance and you can have this experience. And so you can just do these poses and, and in my, in, in this video and what I'm talking about now, obviously is combining it with cannabis. So there's, there's these two sort of powerful things, 
working together and making you have a very powerful experience very quickly, um, just like substances do. So, and I'm obviously cannabis is a substance, but uh, nonetheless, it, it's it really you know that's the thing about cannabis is it's uh it's very set and setting it's very it depends really what you are doing so when you are deciding to do something that improves your life while you're using it uh it it intensifies that experience the novelty experience that cannabis produces is one aspect of why it's so important and and why it combines so well in my opinion with uh, kundalini yoga it lets you experience a pose that you may have done previous uh, or you might even feel like you're really good at. You, you will experience it as if it's new to you. So you, can, you will learn things about the poses. And that's one thing that I love about cannabis is it teaches you so much because of that novelty that it produces. Um, it, it can make you feel like something you've done is brand new. And so you will learn how to redo it. And depending on where you are now, compared to when you learned that pose to begin with, or when you sort of have stopped like feeling like it's a new learning experience, um, you might be a different person. And so you can attack that position or you can do that position in a, a way that you would today, as opposed to you would five years ago. And so that novelty will make you sort of try something a little differently. You'll, you'll position yourself a little differently and you'll feel it in a different part of your body because of the added sensitivity. And you will say, oh, this is how I should be doing this pose. So a lot of my posture correction and pose correction has come um, because of the, the cannabis influence in my belief, because uh, in other times when I haven't used cannabis, I will just do the poses and not be so connected to them and not be so aware of all the nuance and intricacies and really be feeling into it as much as I could be or as much as I do when I use cannabis. So I'm going to just read this little section from my book of notes here. And this is um, this sums it up pretty well, I think. Protectors come up because being stoned is difficult because of the awareness to reality it brings. Often I find I become aware of pains in my body and mind I wouldn't have been aware of without it. So that's one thing. I think a lot of people have this stigma that you just smoke weed to sort of escape. Um, in my eyes, I'll often use it in combination with something that is sort of self-helpy um, or uh, sort of um, self-discovery uh, type activities. And that's because um, it brings a lot of my feelings to my to the surface. It brings my anxiety up. And actually cannabis, I've had many panic attacks because of it, because it brings my anxiety to the forefront and I have to deal with my anxiety. But what is behind my anxiety and, and the tool that I ultimately use to deal with my anxiety is awareness. So it brings awareness, it forces awareness onto me, and then I am able to uh, work through that anxiety and pursue the task that I'm doing with awareness as opposed to with uh, sort of uh, the the sleepwalking self that we also have that you, that you know drives 
that blinks um well maybe you should be paying attention when you drive but when you blink you know the sort of the default mode that we have that just sort of um is automated and and, and a lot of the time we live in that self and i don't want to be doing yoga in that self so cannabis breaks me out of that by bringing my anxiety to the forefront and making me use awareness to combat that now of course i think with um, added meditation and and sort of building habits, I think the the use of cannabis um, to to produce that sort of awareness uh, can become less and less, of course, and then you don't have to rely on a substance so much. But that is one powerful thing that cannabis can do is force you into a situation that requires awareness to work through. So here I have written, Distractionless forced reflection makes me realize things I wouldn't. So that's what I'm talking about right there is the forced reflection that cannabis produces. Um, it's not always pleasant, but after it is awareness of reality. And um, it's also, it can also, you know, with the right tools, we can overcome these anxieties or fears and and judgments we might have or insecurities we might have and so there's a feeling that comes after dealing with those insecurities that is much better than a feeling of anxiety so if we can work through these things in uh, either with cannabis without with kundalini with therapy with um, any sort of other self-discovery methods i think that's really ultimately the goal uh, of any mental health is to feel better and then also to do better um, because our feelings will dictate our thoughts and our thoughts will affect our our um our behaviors and we will do better and uh i was tripping up there on the word dictate uh no i think they all affect each other but if we can affect the way we feel if we can affect the way we think if we can affect the way we do we affect who we are and uh what this world around us becomes so um that's it individual power that's what we need to focus on and uh, ultimately the amount of learning and the amount of realizations and processing that i've done through the combination of cannabis and kundalini at the same time or actually what i find works really well as well is um doing kundalini and then uh smoking uh weed using cannabis and then it's it sort of all builds up because you're doing all these physical exercises you're doing all this spiritual practice and you're not fully aware of it and then the cannabis forces you into that awareness so deeply that it all comes up really quickly and so you can sort of force yourself into quite a wild situation uh one that is like I said, very reminiscent of LSD. Um, and it has similar effects in the way that it it sort of lasts a while, um, might even last a few days, weeks. Um, but ultimately, we have the pollutants of the world around us, um, the unworked, unresolved things within us. So the varying time that that we experience sort of the awakening of it um it depends on so many different factors and ultimately we want to 
go through these these hard, painful anxieties, insecurities that come up during these types of practices and uh, work through them so that we don't have to live in that. We don't have to live behind it. We don't have to numb ourselves to it. We work through it and then we are feeling good. So that's the goal. That's what I'm doing uh, every day, Kundalini. Um, usually every day these days I smoke weed, but I wasn't before. And um, for me, it, it's it's really important to take breaks. Uh, it, it forces me to evaluate um, different behaviors within me. And it, it sort of checks and balances. It, it's sort of uh, a technique that I use. I've been thinking about this subject for a while and writing about it for a while. Um, I pretty much hit everything with just what I wrote from today's session. But uh, I, I did miss one thing, which is each chakra session. So each day or depending on the different poses you do in Kundalini, you might be targeting a specific energy center. So what I have, so those energy centers called chakras. Each chakra session is its own trip that is highly experienced when cannabis is mixed with it. So each one um, will allow certain experiences and they all kind of build and work together and they're all very connected, but you can sort of tailor your experience um, based on that, which is really, really convenient and really helpful actually to be able to do certain yoga poses, certain types of mantras, to um, experience certain growth. Um, when you know that uh, shame is something you deal with, um, sexuality, you have problems with uh, cr creation, you might focus on your second chakra. So, um, but you know, if you, if you feel like you need some sort of awareness and, and you, you need to be able to see through sort of um, the past that you've built uh, of yourself and your reality, then maybe the third eye, the sixth chakra is, um, the one that you need to focus on and, and you'll have specific experiences based on, uh, on the exercises and then combining it with cannabis. Like I said, pretty much just makes it more intense and more, um, more immediate and more awareness driven to it. And these things will affect everybody slightly differently and be just dependent on your, who you are, where you are in life, all these things. Um, so this is just my experience and I've been doing can or I've been doing cannabis. I've been doing Kundalini for, um, about seven months now, six or seven months, I think. And, uh, daily, um, for about an hour. And I've been, um, smoking weed on and off since I was a teenager. So oh, 11 years, um, with year long breaks throughout there, um, and multi-year breaks actually. So on and off, um, because I found that I wasn't sure if it served me or not. And luckily it's become legalized in the country I live in. And luckily there's been a lot more information about strains because that has helped me understand cannabis a lot more than anything else, as well as uh, where I am right now. So I'm able to explore that fully, whereas a teenager, I wasn't. So that's that, you know, um, find what is helpful for you. Um, hopefully this video you learned something from, um, at least you can gain a sort of an understanding of maybe what these things are individually or collectively. And uh, you can see if it's something 
that you want to safely practice. Uh, and I say safely practice because once you start going down this road, it is uh, a demanding one and it is a changing one. And it's any sort of change in behavior will change the way you feel and the way you think. And uh, it can it can make you realize things that um, you didn't realize before. And now you have to make changes in your life. Uh, you might have to find new friends, for instance. So just be aware that it is um, it is a life changing activities that I'm talking about right here and decide if you want your life changed or not because uh, a lot of people are very content where they are. All right, so that's it for the video. Thanks for um, staying tuned for that part. Uh, it's interesting because I haven't done one of these in a long time and it was very difficult to do. I found myself uh, kind of saying things that didn't need to be said or that were sort of uh, showed more of my insecurities about being on camera and that's really what I'm editing out um, not to make myself look better but to just make the video and sort of the podcast as well make it more concise make it more um, to the point because there's in my opinion there's a lot of information out there that requires sifting and I, I was sort of sick of that and it's like that's sort of what I'm doing here with this podcast is like I'm taking a broad concept and I'm sifting it through my uh, screen and, and I'm seeing what's left over at the bottom and what I can get out of it and what I can share back what I can give back to to others because this is information I think is valuable um, yes it's anecdotal if that's the word um because it's just my experience um but a lot of this is just um experimental self-experimental self-discovery um concepts and so this was this is one that i've been doing for a long time i've been combining cannabis and kundalini for a while now and i've been finding that it is remarkable in the experience that it gives and so I wanted to share that. So that's what you're obviously listening to. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I do really recommend if you enjoy this show to, to support us on Patreon. I know it sucks to hear a plug, but um, it's really the, the best way to keep this sort of happening and to progress this even further because right now we are not making any money on this partially because the content a lot of times is controversial because it's not the stuff that you see on YouTube and that's where I'm you know that's where my audience is right now at least um, until I get this this audio podcast kind of booming a bit but even still I think we'll run into problems with advertisers down the line because um, we're talking about substances that are illegal in certain areas uh, we're talking about controversial uh subjects and and advertisers are not fans of that if anybody's been paying attention um so the best way to keep this going support um us here with this pod with the homestead with everything is through patreon because you also get something you get to um be on that that live stream with me weekly plus all the other updates that um emily and i share on there so really think 
that it's worth doing if you have the money, of course. If you don't, you know, keep it and invest it in yourself. But that's what I'm hoping to do is, is give back a little bit so that there's, so that you feel like you're actually getting something for your money. Because there are a lot of Patreons out there where you don't get anything. And um, I really respect the people who who are creating something unique on their Patreon experience. So that's what the weekly live stream is there for, so that you can, uh, you know, so that there's actually some some real reason to go there as well, um, just for that. That's that, hope you guys liked it, and please enjoy another episode of this pod, tell a friend, and many other plugs to you. Love y'all, bye.